Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Macanair Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. You want to give another clap offering unto Jesus tonight. Amen. Silver, 
your presence, Lord. That is what I need everywhere that I go, every place that I am. I want to feel the presence of God standing right by me. Gentlemen, tonight, after what seems to be many weeks, I'm happy to announce to you that we have our daddy back in the house, fresh from the mission fields of Cameroon, here with the unction, the anointing of God. And I believe that tonight there's a word about to come to you that is straight from the throne room of God and is meant for you. If you are excited as I am. I want you to make some noise tonight and join me and let's welcome to this moment the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Okay, come on, make some noise tonight. blessing what a joy what a great great privilege it is for me to be back with you and to see that you are all doing very well 
to see that you are all looking healthy I bring you greetings from Bafosam Bafia Betwa Abongbang and finally Ebolova all in Cameroon and uh, I really want to thank the Lord for all the partners of healing jesus campaign if you are here and you are a partner you contribute i want you to know you are doing something very very good with your money amen you are doing something very good with your money and it is a great blessing i want you to continue and let's support the hand of our father and our prophets the evangelists. It's good to be back to see all of you and help me appreciate Bishop Kobe, who is always here with us holding the fort keeping the church preaching good sermons and blessing you all And in every area of your life I, I, I want to believe God that All of us are doing well I want to believe that We are healthy, we are strong um, We are blessed Yeah And uh, I want to Also it's, it's, It may not be Something you will clap about But I also want to announce that I believe That the Lord is leading me to start the service at 7 p.m. No, don't clap. Don't, I, I, I'm not even interested in your clap. Um, I am aware that there is a lot of lateness, even with 7.30. But we'll still press on. We'll still press on. But if church is important to you you know yourself whatever is important to you you do it you know yourself whatever is important to you nothing has i don't know anything that has stopped you from doing what is important to you yes so even if we start the service at 9 p.m those to whom the service or God's house or God's things are not important will still be here at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I mean in Cameroon, those of you who watched us on Facebook and YouTube, you saw it. If you, if you go to the pictures, in Facebook, the pictures. So the pictures are daylight pictures. Daylight. Yeah. We start four o'clock, and they, they, they are important people with money. Not Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Four o'clock, four thirty latest. We are on, you know. And there is a culture here, and it's the same for Nigeria and other places, you know. David said, "I'm preaching already, but but keep standing." 
David said, My soul followeth hard after thee. If you can find the scripture, if your computer can look, find the scripture, it, it, it will help us. He said, My soul followeth hard after thee. Yes. Please keep standing. I know you are standing. You see, Psalm 63. Okay, you can sit down. You want to stand with me, you see? Okay. So, you see, if you go to Proverbs, Chapter 8. Yes. You see that. Verse 17. It says, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Your your Christian life. How many Christians do we have here? Your your Christian life must must, must have this wisdom that Lateness Lateness To In in attending Lateness and delays Towards the things of God Will end you up Not having The God you began to look for be very careful when you are dealing with people who delay. In fact, I was having my quiet time a few days ago. There's a man in the Bible called Amasa. Amasa. A-M-A-S-A. The, you know, a lot of people died in the Bible. But this particular man, Amasa, died a very wonderful type of death. David sent him to go and gather some people because he wanted to, you know, launch a certain maneuver. Now, so he sent Amasa to go and gather the people. But the Bible says that Amasa delayed. David said that go and bring me some troops. You see? So the king said to Amasa, uh-huh, assemble me the men of Judah within three days. And can I have new King James? This is, just relax. Let's have church. Whenever we close, we close. It's going to be 15 minutes. So the king said to Amasa, Assemble the men of Judah for me 
within, within three days. No, no, this was the time Absalom was misbehaving. And he says that within three days, bring the men and be present yourself. So go and gather them and make sure you yourself are there. You are, you are here. Go, go and bring them. But you yourself should come. I want all of us to read the Bible and look at something wonderful. See, how you can die by delaying and being late and being comfortable with lateness to something. I'm announcing again that today is the last day we are having this church service at 7.30. To next week, Saturday, it is 7 p.m. Now, you can choose not to come to church. You can choose to come at 9. You can choose to come at 6.30. But we are starting the church service at 7 p.m. If you're dressing, by the time you put on your wig and your glasses, check your earrings and button your dress, you are here at 8 o'clock. That's, be happy. How you want to walk with God. Be happy with how whichever way you feel is okay for you to walk with God it's your life walk with him the way you want to walk with him walk with him but as the leader as a pastor of this church I will never take decisions based on your behavior I will never allow you to lead me so, so, so if you want to come at 7 come if you want to come at 7.30 7.15, you want to come at 7.05 or 6.57 three minutes to the time How? that's why, if you can take me back to that Proverbs verse uh, it, it, it says I love them that love me God is, God looks see, you don't know how God is observing your life yes, he's observing your life so many of you think that God only notices it when you fornicate when you commit adultery, that's when God sees you but he sees your offerings. He sees the time. He sees the amount of energy you use towards him. And look at him. Say, I love them that love me. So he notices your love. And he gives you the, the love you measure to him back to you. Take me back to Second Samuel 20. So, so David sent him. He said, assemble the men of Judah for me within three days and make sure you are also here. Alright. Now let's read on verse 5. So Amasa went to assemble the men of Judah. But he delayed. This is how the man called Amasa died. He delayed longer than the set time. If he had come at the right time. Amasa will still be alive today. He delayed longer than the set time which David had appointed him. Be very careful about your attitude towards God. I'm, I'm, all these things, I'm, I'm using them to make an announcement. You see, if I follow you, I will trivialize this great service. What is happening here is a very great thing. And I am committed to making it even greater. Today I'm preaching about uh, I 
I'm actually launching the book, Enlargement Secrets. So the title of the message is Enlargement Secrets. I'm just going to be reading one, two, three. That's all. But, but I'm just saying, let's go back to Amasa. So he delayed longer than the set time which David had appointed him. Six. So David said to Abishai, now, Sheba, the son of Bikri, will do us more harm than Absalom. There's a problem. I've, asked, I've sent this guy and he's delaying. So take your Lord's servants and pursue him. Lest he finds for himself fortified cities and escape us. There's an enemy we are dealing with. So Joab's men, with the Chabotites, Pelotites, and all the mighty men, went out after him. There were some men David wanted to use, but because Amasa delayed, others jumped in to do it. So they went out of Jerusalem to pursue Sheba, the son of Bikri. When they were at the large stone, which is in Gibeon, Amasa came before them. So they had gone. They, uh, it's later, later, then Amasa appeared. But see, he didn't know that David had a wicked man around him called Joab, D- David's assistant. He killed two people in his lifetime. Those two men he killed were the reason why Joab himself died. One of them, one was Abner, and the other was this Amasa guy. Now, Joab was dressed in battle armor. On it was a belt with a sword fastened in his sheet at his hip. As he was going forward, it fell out. The sword fell out. Then Joab said to Amasa, that's a, see, they have gone home. They have gone, they, they are around a, a foster home. Amasa is now coming. But Amasa should have been around David for his protection because Joab had already been looking for him. So um, Joab said to Amasa, are you in health? Are you okay, my brother? And Joab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him. Yes. But Amasa did not notice the sword that was in Joab's hand. And he struck him with it in the stomach. And his entrails, that is the intestines, poured out to the ground. And he did not strike him again. Thus he died. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, pursued Sheba, the son of Bikri, on and on and on. I'm saying that Amasa, where he died, he wasn't supposed to be there. He was supposed to be with David at a particular time. He gave him three days. Three days. If he had been around David, wicked Joab would not have met him unprotected in town. Those of you, you see, be very careful about people who delay. Never allow, don't even let me make delays something spiritual if that service is starting i must be here i was here for worship delays are demonic and eventually be, 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 i mean you are you are my are you married are you married yeah be, be, be very careful of a man who delays in marrying you. He's not correct. I'm telling you. 
but you 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 force your way into his life later on you you will remember me the right man for your life is the one you rather have to even ask to take his time because you must finish your remedials before you have the wedding delays beware of a man who delays in doing engagement delays in buying land delays in building a house delays in buying a car but he will buy um Patek Philippe <laughs> watch out for a pastor who should have an all night but continues delaying and all these delays do you know they are a reflection of how unimportant what you are delaying about is to you do you get what I'm like I've seen you I want to marry you if I, if I really like you I'll marry you yesterday once I'm doodling and dawdling around you you should know that, I, that you are not important to me if you are not very careful Bishop Kobe will put pressure on me to marry you but it's not that I really wanted to marry you but Bishop Kobe's pressure because he's my pastor he put pressure on me but on my own I would never have married you delay about anything means that that thing is not important This is a wisdom key for your life. That's a wisdom key. Any type of delay. Know that there is some, you look at the, look to gather such a crowd there. Eh? Such a crowd. On Saturday evening. You, you, you don't know what this means. You don't know the meaning of what you are sitting in. The, this is power. This is leadership. This is anointing. This is strength. But you, you can't see because you are not in that league. And I'm saying that next week, I will start preaching to three people. Three people. Five people. What you want to do, do it. Tell your neighbor. Find somebody. Tell what you want to do. Do it. You want to sit in front? Sit here. You want to go to the back? Sit there. Talk to you. Anything you want to do? You have spent hours rehearsing. Didn't you rehearse? You didn't rehearse. Have you rehearsed? Dancing stars, did you rehearse? What's your shepherd? What's your leader? Where is he? Yes. You, you rehearse with them? Yes. You rehearse and rehearse. But when it mattered most, you were late. You are late. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. 
Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. I feel welcome to church today. This evening's service is a reading service. I'm launching this book, Enlargement Secrets. And the opening statements in this book are prophetic words by Bishop that your time of enlargement is now. Your life will not be small forever. You've been small before. But the time to become bigger, better, nicer, is now. It's now. I am by the launching of this book today, prophesying to you that your, your season of enlargement has begun. Has begun. Mommy, next week by 10 p.m. we've closed. 10 is even late. 9:30, we are out of here. 9:30. You, you can you can bet on it. I will never let your disregard for God and his house lead me. To destroy the church. Never. I will lead you. You will not lead me. Chapter 1 says. Recognize. A season of enlargement. And I'm praying that your spirit. Will pick. Seasons of enlargement. That you will know that my time has come. My time to grow spiritually has come. My time to increase has come. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, say, my time has come. come. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake to Joshua, the son of Nun, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 3. 
every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses your life is not supposed to be small forever there is always a season of enlargement and this is what our father says this is the season of your enlargement this book is a prophecy for your enlargement into God's purpose and plan for your life Joshua carried the people of God into the season of their expansion extension and enlargement oh how I'm praying that I will have Basenta leaders who will take their Basenta members into a season of enlargement extension and expansion I by the grace of God will take this church in my time I will take this church into a season of enlargement expansion hi I feel in my spirit that this is our time to be enlarged Joshua entered the promised land and into an enlarged place God had promised them a land flowing with milk and honey the promised land is what you see you will see in the season of enlargement there are promises we have not seen in times past but it's time now to see those promises God has promised us a big church we've not seen it but this is the time we are going to see the big church I said this Saturday evening service by this time there should be 100 buses pouring people into this service I am saying that it shall happen before your very eyes I will lead you into your season of enlargement yes it is important to recognize the season of enlargement when it comes I hope you are listening to me many things can initiate a season of enlargement including the death or the absence of someone go to verse 1 again after the death of Moses the servant of the Lord that the Lord spoke to Joshua the son of Nun Moses' minister saying it was when Moses died that God came to Joshua to tell him in verse 2 that Moses my servant is dead now arise and go over this Jordan you and all these people into the land which I will give you beautiful I'm getting excited the the death the absence the resignation the departure and the separation from certain individuals will spark the season of enlargement for you yes the same thing that sparks a season of enlargement could spark a season of decline do not be too sad about someone's resignation do not be too sad about someone's death death is also God's mercy to this earth can you imagine if all the notoriously evil people in this world were still alive people like Adolf Hitler Stalin and Peranero would have finished their prison sentences by now and been set free 
they will be embarking on their next campaign to manifest wickedness for the next 300 years the earth has been spared their presence and their evil machinations death also signals the handing over of a baton to the next person in the relay may death have a deeper meaning to you than the than the absence of a person in your life death and absence signals that a new generation has come of age it is your turn to manage or mismanage your own affairs do not be too sad about your separation from certain individuals do not be too sad about the absence of certain people do not be too sad about dismissals do not be too sad about the loss of certain people from the fellowship do not be too sad about the end of certain friendships the end of those things means something their absence means something god rules in the affairs of men the absence of certain people often means the end of certain evils that were taking place in your life i feel like dancing what a book what a book and i'm prophesying relationships must break up some friendships must end some people must walk out of your life yes people have walked out of my personal life from the from 20 years ago since i've been a pastor but each departure has signaled a new season of freshness enlargement it is painful but don't focus on the pain focus on the significance of the season ahead and i pray that in your life every departure every absence every 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 ending of a relationship will mark the beginning of a new phase if you are ready for it do not be too sad don't be too sad the end of these relationships means something their absence means something and as i think about it it's so true it's so true somebody must walk out of your life those of you holding on to people who should who should be out of your life may god have mercy on you and may you live longer than you must live so that you will have extra time to compensate for your foolishness when people want to walk out of your life allow them to go unless you don't have god in your life but if you have god i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you it's, i'll read again it says the end of these things means something their absence the absence of somebody in your life means something there's a meaning wake up and be spiritual there is a meaning god wants to root out evils from your life the absence of certain people often means the end of certain evils that were taking place in your life the absence of certain people often means the end of a chapter the end of a chapter and that chapter 
you may think it was a nice chapter because you were happy you were eating together you were chatting he bought you shoes she bought your wig for you she bought your slippers for you but what you don't know is that behind that was an evil you would never have seen god removes people because their presence is is, is you see their presence imparts a certain evil god wishes you never to experience understand the spiritual meaning of casualties death separation i didn't write this book i'm reading death separation departures i'm preparing you somebody is going to depart from your life i said somebody is going to depart from your life <laughs> understand the spiritual meaning of casualties death separation departures parting splitting exoduses disappearances exits removals and absence some of these events are simply the beginning of a new season i declare a new season over your life you will expand you will enlarge you will go forward and not backward isaac experienced enlargement when he flowed with the will of god genesis 26 verse 12 and verse 13 yes then isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold and the lord blessed him verse 13 and the man pakatun the man the man he works great that's how you will become so that is how you become T- try and take a selfie as you are in the service take a selfie because in a year's time the picture your phone will take will show a different face from the face sitting here i declare in the name of jesus that anybody in your life who is not supposed to be in your life must either die must either be removed must either depart from you i declare that the winds the rain the storms the trees my god like in the days of king david when he was in battle with absalom and the bible says that the the woods the trees destroyed more of absalom's men than the sword of king david may the wind remove people from your life may cancer remove people from your life may accidents kill people from your life may 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 transfers remove people from your life may supernatural events ah and i now say may natural events may floods may rain may sunshine may the winds may the elements may the snow i declare may the trees may the animals may they work in your favor and remove from your life my god i feel somebody's time of enlargement is being impeded by evil presences and i declare the name of jesus that right now by authority i assign the wind to favor you i assign the rain to favor you i assign the trees to favor you anybody hiding in your life talking behind your back whispering evil behind you anybody around you who smiles at you but behind you is an evil devil i pray in the name of jesus 
that the mercy of God, the mercy of God, unless you are not working with God, I pray that the mercy of God will approve them. May a tree fall on them. May an arrow find them. May a bullet not bend for them and take them away. In the name of Jesus, I declare your freedom from evils. Jesus. But I have no business. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Are you married? You see the ring I'm wearing? That's the only time you must have difficulty separating yourself from a man or a woman. Never think of divorce. Try and let God help you. But before you put the ring on your finger, don't hesitate to remove yourself from a woman who doesn't respect you. Even if your pastor likes her, stand your ground. I said what? Never tolerate a woman who talks to you anyhow. For as long as she is in your life, you will never be enlarged. And I'm using your face to speak to some girls. Don't hesitate to remove a man from your life who is wasting your time, who doesn't respect you, who talks to you anyhow. Never be too desperate. Never be too desperate to settle for something that is one millimeter less than God's will. Receive separations and splitting. Jesus' name. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So that's the first thing. When somebody leaves your life, it's time. You can weep a little. You can cry a little. But remember this evening that the absence of this girl from your life may easily mean that it's a new time. You see, she, she left you to create space for a proper person to drop in your life. Jesus. Jesus. If you can sit down, because I've got 10 more minutes. Enlargement is born of the spirit. To be enlarged. Joshua chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. It came to pass when all the people were clean passed over Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua saying take you twelve men out of the people out of every tribe a man and command them saying take you hands out of the midst of Jordan out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm twelve stones 
you shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you shall lodge this night verse 4 then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had prepared that's another message of the children of Israel out of every tribe a man the Joshua generation who experienced enlargement from God were a super spiritual generation of young men it is only by being super spiritual that you can experience enlargement and accomplish great things for God the children of Israel took 12 stones out of the midst of the Jordan River and took them to their lodging place Enlargement started by Joshua obeying the Lord and taking the stones out of the river. The Jordan River speaks of the Holy Spirit. The stones that were taken out of the Jordan River tells us that Joshua and his team were a deeply spiritual group. The stones were taken from the river. Anyone who attempts great things for God must do so by being deeply spiritual. Anybody who is, who is assuming any leadership position in this church who up until today has been deceived into thinking that you can do this work and still have unrighteousness as an underpinning you are deceiving yourself. Very soon something will remove you. Very very soon Many pastors are not spiritual. And that is why they cannot enlarge. A basenta which doesn't grow has an unspiritual leader sitting on top of it. And God is anointing somebody here as a spiritual leader under whom things become fresh, under whom things become great. You see, when, when, when these stones were not floating on the river, they were at the bottom of the river. It means, my dear friend, that you must be wholly immersed in spirituality. That is why we are starting our service at 7 o'clock. Because to be here at 7, you must be getting ready by 5.36. So that your preparation for a church service will be complete. You can't finish your day and just saunter into the church service and then come and sleep because you have been tired. And as we start at 7, after a while, we start at 6 p.m. Okay. There are are new pastors like this gentleman, Benji. He needs to fill forms to show that there are numbers he needs to have pictures to show that the service is full. I don't need it. I don't need it. There is no ministry target I have not achieved. Whether it is in crusades, it is in camps, it's in conferences, it's in church services, whether it is in a, a, a swollen Sunday, I don't need pictures anymore. If you must start at 5 o'clock, we'll start. I said, I will never allow you to guide me. May you be a pebble that is at the bottom of the river. That when we take you out, we take you out as a super spiritual person. 
somebody who prays. So enlargement is a spiritual thing. Anybody who enlarges by carnality is waiting for that enlargement to explode in his life. Anybody who gets married by carnality, you got a husband because you showed a little of your breast. You got a husband because you showed a little of your of your ties. You got a wife because you showed that girl when you were not married to her, you gave her a taste of heaven or hell, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who attempts great things for God must do so by being spiritual I'm sounding the alarm to basanta leaders santa leaders basanta leaders pastors let us be spiritual everything is in being spiritual Konkonte is in it Gare is in it Pork is in it Fanta is in it everything house Slippers guarantee everything is in being spiritual. I pray that you will pay the price you must pay. Enlargement is coming. I'm announcing again, in case you just came, that this is our season of enlargement. I need you if you have time to take a picture of this service because a year by this time, the crowd gathered in this hall will, will amaze you. Listen carefully. I said, this book could have been launched three months ago. There's a reason why it's being launched today. There's a reason. The Joshua generation was not just a group of young men who were just excited about sports and music and dancing. Many people feel that when you are doing a program for young people, you must have a lot of sports and dancing and music. Churches hold youth camps. And instead of taking the stones out of the Jordan River, they take the stones out of the soccer and basketball fields. Help me, Jesus. Their principle is give the children some sports. Keep them active and busy so that they will not have energy to live a sinful life. The power to overcome sin is not found in making people exhausted through sports and dancing and singing and ushering and moving about. There's a generation of young people who will rise by being spiritual. Enlargement comes as you develop your spirit man. There are three parts to every man. The spirit, the soul, the flesh. If you develop the fleshly part of your life, you become carnal. If you develop the soul part of your life, you become soulish. If you develop the spirit part of you you become spiritual spirituality is about developing the spiritual part of you i pray that the spiritual part of you will be strongly developed yes emphasize on the soul and become soulish people who emphasize on the soul give themselves to education and philosophy such people become great thinkers and logicians. They are theorists, academics, and truth seekers. 
people who emphasize on the soul also become emotional they find reasons for every emotional high and low they give themselves to raising or lowering the emotion of the moment indeed such people give themselves to music love songs love feelings and love poems they constantly muse about relationships and desire relationships with the opposite sex they are always teaching or exploring on what will make the relationships between a girl and a boy work better i'm giving you a blessing that this blessing will be the ability to see that something is happening but there is no spirit in it a pastor is preaching he's saying nice and sensible things but you don't feel may you have the sensitivity to feel the spirit don't just let anything pass because it is happening in the church I pray for you I pray emphasize on the spirit and become spiritual enlargement will come to those who become spiritual and pick stones out of the Jordan river it is time to pick your gifts out of the Holy Spirit people who give themselves to their spirit become spiritual Ephesians 3 verse 16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man may your inner man may your inner man may your inner man May your in- don't walk about with wakes and rings and words. Is it diamonds? Be spiritual. Your inner man inside of you that should be spirit bubbling, growing. The day will come, the wake will fall. The watch will become bold. The dress will fade. The only thing that is fresher, like wine, with time is the Holy Spirit. Have Him. Pay the price. Try to be spiritual. As you feed on the word of God through audio and video messages, your spirit grows bigger. As your spirit grows bigger, it dominates your life. As you can see from the scripture below, the spirit man can actually grow. Beautiful. I've not seen this before. I've not seen this sentence before. The spirit man can actually grow I've not seen it like this before it's a very powerful sentence the spirit man can grow if yours is not growing it means you did not make it grow it can grow first Peter 2 2 as newborn babes desire the sincere mouth of the word that ye may grow you become spiritual by developing the inner man and praying in tongues Jude 1 verse 20 but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Spirit I'm just picking some one or two chapters enlarge by involving everyone in the work Those of you who readily destroy relationships. Don't. 
there are people you see is it this book or is it another book enlargement is very complex in fact just by the contents you will see enlarge by divine turnarounds enlarge by retreating enlarge by data and truths enlarge to the uttermost enlarge by eliminating covetousness enlarge by involving everyone in the work enlarge by having a proper respect for cases enlarge with equal amounts of spirituality and wisdom enlarge through victory over king adonizek enlarge through victory over king hoham enlarge through victory over king piram enlarge through victory over king jaffia and last two victory over King Debeir. Oh, that one was a blessing to me. King Debeir. 47. Where is it? Let me tell me. And last two victory over King Debeir. There's a scripture. Joshua 10, 1 to 4. But I'm not reading it. It says, Debeir means pastureless. There's a demonic power that causes you to have no pasture to feed on. No pasture. No pasture. See, pasture. Pasture is the T U R E. That's the land where the food is. No pasture comes from having no pasta. Those of you who find it trendy to be around, but you are conveniently distanced from your pasta. Congratulations. The evil spirits driving you. I don't know, I'm surprised you've not read your Bible. You heard the words I use? I said, conveniently distanced. You are around, but you, you are not close. Because you have given yourself three reasons why you shouldn't be close. Yes. One brother said, as for that pastor, if you tell him your problem, he will preach with it the next Sunday. Beautiful. Say beautiful. Let's continue. Yes. Four types of pastors you can have. A Bible, the Bible is your biggest pastor. It's a collection of 66 books. You can feed on this collection for your whole life. When you begin to understand the Bible, you have discovered the most amazing pasture of your life. You are no longer pastureless. You have overcome the demonic power of Debeir. Because King Debeir was somebody Joshua fought. If you read Joshua 10, there's one. One of the kings he fought was King Debeir. And the significance is that that word means pastureless. The second pasture you can have to feed on. One is the Bible. Number two is a, is a series of books. Psalm 65 verse 13. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. Most authors have a series of books. It is that series of books that makes up the pasture. <laughs> Always remember that the pasture is a vast collection of materials that feed you. Number three. 
a series of audio messages is a pastor. Number four, a series of video messages is a pastor. I am praying for you that as I end today's message, you will become somebody who is not pastorless. How do what are what is another secret of enlargement? One secret of enlargement is to enlarge your sacrifices. You enlarge your life. The size of your life is determined by the size of your sacrifices. Academic. Grade 2. The size of your spiritual life is determined by the size of your the sacrifice of time to study the word to read the word the size of your sacrifice determines the size of your enlargement i had a girl who told me she's a singer she said she can rehearse all night and all day till she falls asleep it's like she's the body is tired and when she stands on the stage to sing, you know that this person has paid the price. That's different from those with natural voices. Natural. Yeah. Who are soon going to be retired. They won't pay the price. So when you see them like that, know that they had a chance to be great. But the size of their sacrifices I traveled. I came only yesterday. Within a few hours, I was having a big meeting here yesterday. And I told them, there's a fire burning me. That makes me want to pay any price I can pay. Your life is the way it is because you've not sacrificed much. Sacrifice money. Sow seeds. Sacrifice your ego. The size of your enlargement is determined by the size of your sacrifice. And one of them, one chapter, is enlarged with all night work. Joshua 10, verse 7 to 10. This one I want to read it. Joshua 10, 7. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. Verse 8. And the Lord said to Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thy hands. Don't fear. <laughs> I was telling somebody. Was it? Oh, yes. I was having a chat with my son yesterday about the will of God. And I was teaching him. The fact that God says it does not mean it's over. You've got to pray. You've got to fight. Look at what God is saying. I have delivered them into thy hand. I've given it to you. There shall not a man of them stand before you. Verse 9. Joshua therefore came unto them suddenly and went up from Gilgal all night. If God has given it to me, then let me sleep. That's the African 
cosmology. African what? Yes. The world view of the African is that Jenyami, Nami Beye, God will do it. Let's sleep. Do you know Jenyami? Yes. Accept God. Accept God. But life is not accept God. You have a responsibility. Yes, accept God. But accept you also wake up. Accept you also study. Accept you also do outreaches. It's not just accept God. There is nothing like 100% accept God. Bishop Oedipo says, any religion, any lifestyle that places absolute responsibility on God is an irresponsible life. But it's convenient for the African to leave things to God. Fama nyami. Fama. Have you heard it before? Fama. Fama nyami. Give it to God. There's nothing like that in life. We don't give nothing to God. We rise up. We work. We pray. We study. And then God does what only God can do. God does only what God can do. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You are destroying your life by giving everything to God. Don't give him everything. Don't give him your marriage. Don't give him your children. Don't give him your education. Study. Don't give it to him. Don't give your physics to God. Men who made it didn't give things to God. When we finish doing what we must do, then God comes in and inspects the effort you have put into your relationship, the time you've had for her, the money you've spent on her, the patience you've had, the kind words you've used, the effort you've made. Then He comes. And blesses your bread. He said, I will bless your bread. I'll bless your what? So you must have bread for God to bless it. Bake the bread. Don't sit there with an empty oven. When he is blessing, he will bless your water. So buy the water, dig the borehole, find the water because God blesses your. You must have the water before God bless. Don't come to God with an empty life. Wake up. Don't leave the baking of the bread to God. Bake it. Buy it. Find it. Work it. And when you are done, bring it to God. Because His blessing makes a big difference. But God does not bake bread. I said, God does not bake bread. I said, God does not bake bread. When there were 5,000 people to be fed, God did not provide bread. Until a boy brought his bread, there was nothing to eat. Don't leave your bread to God to bake for you. Rise your feet. Happen and be praying in tongues. Be praying.
praying in tongues. You will rehearse and you want God to bless your preaching or your singing or your dancing. No, we rehearse all night and then God blesses our Keep clapping your hands. Adiamo Kepaha, Kondeva, Azaniko Maliandosa, Rige, Rige Dusumahandea, Pandose, Andilos Kapahata, Sembriondo Sabaya. Thank you, Father. And every head, please bow. every eye please close your eyes somebody invited you to church today but you realize that you don't have Jesus Christ in your life you want to say pastor please lead me in a simple prayer to receive Jesus Christ into my life pastor Please pray with me. I need Jesus Christ in my life. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you want to receive Jesus into your life as your Lord and your personal Savior, please lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. Yes, lift it high. I see your hand. God bless you. This can be the beginning of a very beautiful life. A very beautiful life. A very beautiful life. And I'm so glad that today you are standing in church with your hand lifted up. Because you are ready to walk with Jesus. Lift your hand higher. Lift your hand higher. And if your hand is up, I want you to please take a step and come to me right here. Come to the front here. Come to me right here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, please come. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. I'm so waiting for you to come. You need Jesus. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep coming. Let him have his way. Lift your two hands. Say after me, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. 
I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That I've lived my life without you. That I've lived my life without you. I've taken big decisions without you. I've taken big decisions without you. I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. My soul is filthy. My soul is filthy. I am wretched and dirty. I am wretched and dirty. Oh Father. Oh Father. Please accept me. Please accept me. Please receive me. Please receive me. And wash me. And wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. With the precious blood of Jesus. With the precious blood of Jesus. I want to start a new life with you. I want you. to start a new life with you. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Heavenly Father. And I declare today. And I declare today. That I am born again. That I am born again. 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 I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. I'm so happy you've taken this step. I've got some pastors who are going to help. You see that brother who is waving his hand on your right? Can you see him there? The one who is waving his hand, yes. He's with a team. They will talk to you. They will visit you. They will help you. And make sure that you are established as a Christian, born again in church. Amen. So please come. Let's go to him. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. God bless you, sir. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Clap your hands for Bishop Kobe. I want you to take your bread tonight. Lift up your bread. This bread that we obtain life by eating. If you are holding bread, I want you to lift it up. Because I want you to acknowledge the supernatural nature of what you are holding in your hand. First of all, this is the body of Jesus Christ. We see it in John chapter 6. The bread that you're holding is the flesh of Jesus Christ. And secondly, it has power to remove death from your life. Yeah. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Say, Christ. this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus See, Christ. as I eat it, as I, eat it I, receive healing in I receive my body. healing in my body. Eat it. Tonight, this blood is for miracles. 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 Healing and miracles. The blood of Jesus Christ. Lift it up. Say, this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus Say, Christ. Say, as I drink it. As I drink it. I receive healing. I receive healing. And miracles. And miracles. Drink it. Now lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. What a blessing to be able to participate in the flesh and the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And now tonight, I declare healing over everybody who has taken this communion now. Amen. 
May the body of Jesus Christ and the blood that you have just taken in, I command it now to release healing power into your body. Amen. I speak to pains. I speak to muscle dysfunction. I command it now. Now, ears, ears, blockage in the ears, ear infections. I command them now to be gone in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive miraculous healings in the name of Jesus. Tonight, somebody is being healed right where you are standing. Yes. As the blood and the body of Jesus Christ enters into your system, I declare healing over you in the name of Jesus. And now, I command disease to pass you over. Jesus. I command disease to pass you over. Amen. I command disease to pass you over. Amen. I am declaring in the name of Jesus that you are marked by the blood of Jesus that you have just drank. I declare that you are being passed over by disease in the name of Jesus. Somebody is being passed over by a genetic disease in the name of Jesus. Somebody is being passed over by a condition in your your bloodline. It passes you over now. I see somebody, you are standing with two of your brothers. And both of them have a condition that is in your bloodline. And they are envying you because you don't have it. I declare now that every disease, every condition, every malfunction in your bloodline is passing you over in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive healing. We receive healing. Somebody here, I'm declaring that at the age of 70, your body will be like that of a 40-year-old. When you run tests, they will see the body of a 40-year-old. Oh yes, I'm declaring it. I'm declaring it in the name of Jesus. Receive healing for your body. I receive it. Sickness will be far away from you in the name of Jesus. Yes. I I, I hear somebody, somebody's asking you, which hospital do you go to? And you are telling the person, I don't have a hospital. I've not been to a hospital in so many years. I declare tonight in the name of Jesus that sickness leaves you. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.